0: How many was here last week? Oh my gosh. It's a setup. God is setting us up. Bound in grace. God loves us. He loves us with a a love that we can't even explain. If you can can explain God, then he's not God. Can't explain. uh, His ways are past finding out. He has to come and reveal himself to us. And he's chose to do that. He wants to make himself real to you. Amen. And, and and once we understand, this is what's consistent with life. We're gonna be born and we're gonna die. You're gonna come and you're gonna go. You're gonna go up and you're gonna go down. That's consistent with life. See, nobody has no up on life. Nobody. Nobody has no up on life. You, you're gonna be young, then you're gonna be old. This is what it's gonna be. But it's all good. If you're in God, it's all good. It's all good. Because he said he'll never leave, leave you nor forsake you. That means when you're young or when you're old, he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Once we understand that God's our best friend, you let everybody else be second and third. Because the Bible says he's a friend that's sticking close to the brother. And every friend that you have can leave you and your mother. That's just what it is. He wants us to really understand he loves us more than anyone if, if I know how to give, I'm a father, I'm a natural father, and I know how to be an evil, mean I can fail, I can mess it, okay, miss the mark, can give good things to my children, how much more? Our Heavenly Father, he's going to exceed me. He has to exceed me. He has to go above and beyond what we can ask or think because he's God. But we love him. So um, last week, the Dysons, they blessed us, and uh, thank for the pastors for reaching out to them. To come to us. I just want to say this. If you wasn't here, just go on our, our website and listen to the message of God. I don't believe the things that God's bringing to us now is for us to look to hear it and just go do something else. Yeah. God is a builder. And God's called us as children. I may be a babe. I can't stay a babe. I have to mature. Yeah. God's called us for maturity because he wants to give his fullness to the mature ones. Amen? Yeah. Praise God. Well, uh, today, uh, thankful to be before you, and I'm asking you to turn to First uh, Corinthians uh, chapter 14, first, and verse one, and then we're gonna go to First Corinthians chapter 12. Okay. I let the words of my mouth and that of my heart, God, be acceptable to you. Mm. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 1. Everybody there? We're going to go slow today. We're going to teach as well as, because we have to get this down in our spirit. I remember when I went to Bible school and I heard a gentleman say, um, his name was Charles Caps. He says, you have to have help to misunderstand God in the Bible. He says you have to have help to misunderstand the word of God. And who would, who would be helping you to misunderstand the word of God? People who don't know him. I didn't say people who go to church. We become the church when you get born again. And he says that gates of hell should not prevail against his church. So if it's prevailing, I don't know him. When you come today, I, I, I stand with fear and trembling because God forbid if I meet, lead you astray. The Bible said it would be better for a noose to be stung by my neck and be thrown, thrown in the sea because God loves you too much. and He doesn't want any man stand behind this or wherever you go to turn you away from him. He doesn't want it, okay? All right, now. Um, are you there? Okay. This is First Corinthians chapter 14. It says, King James says it like this, and then we'll read it in the Reading translation. It says, follow after charity. Now, charity is love, okay? And desire spiritual gifts. That's what we're going to talk about today, spiritual gifts. Everybody say desire. Desire. Spiritual gifts. And then it says, but rather so that ye may prophesy. So first things first, follow after love and God is love. That's who we're never supposed to stop following. If anybody is walking with you and they get you to stop following God, you got to make a turn. You got to make a decision. Follow after him. Okay. Never stop following after him. When you get born again, start following after God because nobody loves you like he does. Okay? And then it says, um, and then desire spiritual gifts. Everybody say desire spiritual gifts. Say this. If I'm born again, I have to desire spiritual gifts. And if you're having a problem with it, you say, Holy Spirit, help me to desire after spiritual gifts. Okay? All right? Right now. Now, this is in the Amplified, uh, the, the one with the C after it, I guess. It says, listen to me, pursue this love with eagerness, make it your goal, yet earnestly desire and cultivate spiritual gifts. We need to understand God gives us, when you're born again, spiritual gifts. You have them when you get born again. Okay? God doesn't make us incomplete when we get saved. He completes us with everything we'll ever need. Because if you have him, you'll have everything you ever need. want to need. And see, we got to stop thinking that when we come to God, we got to, like, these are college students. Like, I got to do college, but I don't need God there because I'm going, I'm going to college now. Or if I get a job, I got a job now. I don't need God now. You need God in everything you do. Your parents need God. Your siblings need God. Okay. Uh, Everybody breathing needs God. How about this? You're breathing his breath. The Bible says the spirit of the almighty gives us breath. You're not breathing by no culture. You're not breathing by no nationality. You're not breathing because you're male or female. You're breathing because the Spirit of God has given us breath. No, college can't give you breath. When I went to college, I just got knowledge. I didn't get breath. But I didn't get the knowledge that can cause God to show up. There's another knowledge for God to show up. It's more than one and one is two. Okay, now. So I'm going to read that one more time, and then we're going to move on. It says, everybody say pursue. You've got you to pursue God. You've got to pursue his love. Okay? And then it says, with eagerness. Everybody say eagerness. See, when you go to God, don't say, oh, my God. Just say, I'm eager. God, give me a joy. It's like, you know how you get eager when you go shopping? Do you get eagerness when you go shopping? Okay, they don't do it. When I go shopping, I get eager. If I am going to give me a new pair of Nikes, I'm going to be eager. Hey Amen. If I go to Chick-fil-A, I'm going to be eager. <laughs> man, I ain't going to go to Chick-fil-A. Oh, my God. I ain't going to go to Chick-fil-A again. No. I'm going to be eager. You know what? See, the thing we got to understand, we've got we to say this. We got to stop thinking like God's out there. The Bible says he's nigh us. In our mouth. In our heart. When you get born again, He's this close. He ain't out there. He's right here. See, we're dealing with God like He's out there. I don't want a God out there. That means He's not with me. I need a God to be with me. He said He'll never leave me nor forsake me. That's the God I want. I don't want no religious person's God. I want the God who so loved the world. And whatever religions have and whoever their gods are, they didn't so love the world. He did. That's why we got to get it correct. Because God expects us to do some great things. He don't want to manifest his power out there. He want to manifest his power where he is and through the ones who he, who's in. He's in us. So he wants to manifest his power through you. He wants to manifest his power through me. He don't want to do a way out there no, either way somewhere. So when you get born again, God comes to live on the inside of you. Okay, now you have to be eager. And then in first Corinthians chapter twelve, let's look at that. I don't need this no more. Now notice what this says. In this in this in first Corinthians chapter twelve. We're going to look at verse 1, verse 4, verse 7. Okay. It says, now, concerning spiritual gifts, concerning these spiritual gifts that God gives us, brethren, I would not have you, what? Ignorant. Ignorance is not being stupid. It's mean not knowing. When we get born again, we don't know what God's given us. How are you going to know? Let somebody tell you. How are you going to know how to play ball if nobody tells you? You're playing baseball, but you pick up a basketball. That's not not baseball. You got to have a baseball for baseball, a basketball for basketball. So when God gives you gifts, listen, this is not just for me, guys. It's for whoever gets born again. Man, when we get born again, God loads us. When you get born again, you're loaded. And Jesus said, come learn of me. We learn about everything but him when we get saved. And that's wrong. God's not caring. Listen, if you love a girl, God, God's not against that. He said, know me, and then love him. When God said his thoughts are higher than your thoughts, that mean any boyfriend don't have God's thoughts? Won't have, won't have your best interests. He can't. He can't. Same thing with female, he can't. God says, my thoughts are higher. So you come with somebody who don't love you, give me a lower thought, and they take you lower. Any thought that's not a God thought will lower you. Don't look at black, white, female. Don't look at all that stuff. That's a camouflage. You're fighting for black lives. God died for every life. You're fighting a losing battle. You can't have the love of God, and you don't love everybody. If you don't have his love, you be just by somebody. Love you, hate you, can't stand you. That's how you'll do it. Okay, so now, so he said, if I say concerning spiritual gifts, I must not be ignorant. Okay, then look at uh, 12.1, I mean number four, verse four. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse four. For it says now there are diversities of gifts. Just means it's many, it's more than one. God loves diversity. It's amazing. I think about this. God so loved the world, made all the races, made all the races, okay, all the races, white, black, you know. He made them all, didn't he? But he ain't mad at them. But the devil have you get mad at them? God so loved the world, he made all the human beings, all the countries, all the nations. Wherever country you come from, you'll look like that from that country you come from. But God made them all. He's not upset with none of them that he made. Why do we get upset? Go to church, why are we upset? Why are we tripping? He's not tripping. He made everybody, and God is good with it. But we're not, because we don't know him. We want to. Deter, we want to base God on where I grew up, how I grew up, where I grew up, who my parents are, who my parents are not. God said, "Man, these gifts. When we start operating like God wants to operate, we're going to be good to go. Matter of fact, you don't have to picture yourself; it's going to go so well. Amen." When anybody gets around you and you're operating the gifts of the spirit, let me tell you something. They're going to be so blessed that you're with them. The Bible is good news. The gospel is good news. There ain't no bad news in God. There's no bad news in him. Okay? So he says, now here, there are, now there are, now here are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. Look at verse 7. How about this? But now, it just don't want to uh, be the verse of gifts, but you, these gifts want to manifest. That means make real where you can see it, where you can experience. God doesn't want us. To, he doesn't want to be our God, if we can't experience him. He wants you to be able to experience him. Okay, so it says, but the manifestation of the spirit. This is talking to believers, not talk to the world. All this is talking to Christians. He talking to the world. The Bible ain't to the world. It's to those who accept their Son Jesus Christ, because He wants you to know how it works. God so loved the world, but until God becomes your Father, He's just God. Right now, if I want to know who your Dad is, any of us in here, I'm meet mean this blood test. Tell your Father is okay. Now, when we get saved. And Jesus shed his blood, then God becomes your father. Because Jesus shed his blood, not God can be your father. Until that, he's just God. He's just out there, not close. Okay? You all right? Okay, so the manifestation of the Spirit is given to us for everyone to profit. So you know what profit means? To be the better. Who wants to be in business and, and go broke? Huh? Who wants to be in business? Oh, we got a, a deficit. Always oh, the was it a black? Was black good and red? What's one of those? The red is what? Red bad. Red is bad? Right. Who wants to have a business and be in the red? Okay. Well, you know, that's what I'm asking. That means I don't know everything. See, when you don't know everything, you got to be humble. Okay? When you know everything, you're prideful. Can't nobody tell you nothing. And God resists those kind of people. To go up with God, you got to go low. Yes. Humble yourself, he'll exalt you. God will exalt you. People can't exalt you. Promotion has come, not from the east or west, it comes from God. That's where it comes from. So, you all right today? I said, are we okay? All right, so the, the Spirit's given to us. God doesn't want us ignorant. Okay, he wants us to know that there are diversities of gifts. Okay, and God wants us to know that they're given to us to manifest, okay, for us to profit as as Christians, okay. Now, in uh, in First Corinthians chapter twelve, there are. I'm not going. I'm just going to give you uh, what these gifts are, but we're not going to talk about our gifts. I'm we'll just let you know if they are. One are called uh, the gifts that reveal things, or revelation. The revelation gifts are word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and discerning of spirits. Those three are packaged, and they're called the revelation gifts. Okay? Two. The second group of three is called the vocal gifts. I mean, you have to say something. You will say something. That is tongues, interpretation of tongues, and prophecy. They say things. Okay? Now, understand, God's given this to us. He's given us these things. Okay? These things aren't natural. They're supernatural. Okay? God is a supernatural God. He ain't a natural God. Okay, now, then the third group is called the power gifts. That's the gift of Faith. Gifts of healings and working of miracles. Okay, so the first category is the ones that reveal themselves. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discern of spirits. The next set of three are the vocal ones that say something. Tongues, interpretation of tongues, and prophecy. The third group, grouping, is the power gifts. Now, these are not in an order like say one's less than the other, they're not. All these are supernatural. Okay, so you have the power gifts, gift of faith, gift of healings, and working of miracles. Okay, now, today, we're going to talk about the power gifts. Nothing changes in your life till power shows up. If an addicted person gets touched by a power gift for God, they won't be addicted no more. Person in pornography. If they come encounter power gift from God, they won't be in it no more. Are y'all here? Yes. Anybody has bad habits, if they encounter power gift, they won't have it no more. Because you have to have power to knock it out, not therapy. Yes. Therapy keeps you coming back. Power sets you free. That's what God gives us. Don't get caught up in what the world is saying. They don't know about marriage. How can they tell, How can the world tell you about marriage and they ain't married? They sleep around. Marriage is faithfulness. I said marriage is what? Marriage is what? Faithfulness. Is that what is? Faithfulness. That's what it is. It's in the game. I'm serious. I'm happy you guys are here, man. I ain't, I ain't joking. I've been to college. Got a master's, all that kind of stuff. I was a ball player, all that. Okay? So the thing was, but you know what? But you need power. If you play ball, you have to have power. If you're going to live a Christian life, you have to have power in your life. Everybody thinks uh, Christians are milk toast. The world lies to you. They lied. They, when I got my driver's license, I was told at 16 that alcohol was a depressant. A depressant. Depressed. You get alcohol, you get depressed. So how does the world spin it? Happy hour. <laughs> they got to the psychologically derange you while you're educated. So when I got my license, it was depressant, it's still a depressant. Drugs, alcohol, all that stuff, what it does is weakens your will. The strongest thing in you. Son of God is your will. If I can tamper with your will, I'll make you a weakling. Enemy knows that. So we're talking about what? The power of gifts. All right, the first one is the gift of faith. Okay? What is that? The gift of faith is the ability to believe God for the impossible. God says all things are possible with me. And then the Bible says, all things are possible to them that believe. Okay, what do you believe? You have to believe in the one who's, who's, who's nothing's impossible. If you're gonna fight, if you're gonna, uh, If, if, if you're going to slay a giant, you got to be around giant slayers. you got to be around those who are slaying giants. Okay? And if you're not around them, you won't know how to slay a giant because giant slayers know how to slay giants. We get around the people who talk, but they can't slay nothing. Let me tell you something. People's rhetoric, man, don't, 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 don't stop the devil. You need power to stop the devil. You need power in your life to be successful. Okay, you need it. Okay, so what, it, what is the gift of faith? It's the ability to believe God for the impossible. It's a gift that God has for us. Okay, Romans 12, 3 says this. You have to turn here I'm just to read it. Save you some time. But it talks about when you get born again, we're given the measure of faith, not the gift of faith. Everybody's born again, you get a measure of faith. Okay? But it's the Spirit that gives you the gift of faith. So everybody gets born again, you have a measure of faith, and your, and your faith can grow. But it's not the gift. You can develop it but it's not the gift. Okay? Everybody with me? Okay, so everybody borns again, that's why the Bible says, don't think more highly of yourself, because God is given to each of us that's born again the measure of faith. So everybody gets born again because it's a measure of faith. Okay. Okay, so the measure of faith, you can grow it, you can develop it, you can enhance it. How do you enhance the faith that God gives us? By reading the word of God, by living a Christian life and being able to fellowship with other believers. The gift of faith brings into operation the miraculous power of God. It brings the miraculous power of God, the gift of faith... It's operational when when the anointing is strong. The gift of faith is operating when the anointing is strong. The Bible says it's the anointing that destroys yokes and lifts burdens. We have to have the, the, the spirit, the gifts of God and faith to lift burdens off of us. Life wears you out. Life don't put life in you. It takes life out of us. When Jesus walked the earth, he came to a, a group of people and he said this, I am come. Now, listen to Jesus coming, like he's coming here. I am come, well, that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Yes. But the thief comes to steal, and destroy. Mm-hmm. Now understand this. When, I, when Jesus come, I'm, I'm not Jesus, but I'm representing Jesus. Okay, he's the, I'm, I'm coming to the person, which is what, Pastor Walt. And when I say to him, I am come that you may have life, guess what he didn't have? What I came to give. Everybody on this planet, until Jesus gives them life, they're just alive. We associate in the natural, we associate everybody with being alive as life. Don't we? But Jesus said, I come that you might have life. That's called Zoe, the God kind of life. While you're in, while you're in the earth, God loves us so much, He wants, He's listen, we he, we got to be taught the things of God. It's not a put down. He never condemns us. You don't push down somebody already down. You got to get them up. Okay, so when he said that I come to your life, I want you to have it and have it more abundantly. Okay, so he really means that. Okay, so it's when the anointing is strong. Okay, is operational. Okay, and it gives us boldness. This gift will give you boldness. When this gets in operation, there will be a strong presence of God, and there will be a command in your speech that when you speak, not you don't have to yell. When you speak, there's going to be a command behind it. Your voice will have a command about it. In Acts chapter three, Peter, do we have stuff get on, on up here? Could you put Acts chapter 3 for me? Start with verse 1. Thank you. Okay, let's look at this. Okay. Now, Peter and John went up together in the temple at the hour of what? Prayer, okay? So, so why do you go? Why, why do they go to the temple? To pray, right? Now, understand this. When you're born again, where's the temple? And we need to be doing what? Praying. Pray. Pray. Okay? Okay, be in the ninth hour. Keep going. Now notice this: and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered to the uh, temple. Next. Who seeing Peter and, and John asked to go into the temple, about to go into the temple, ask of alms. And Peter fasted his eyes upon him and said, now, check this out. Mercia had a command about it, a boldness about it. What did he say? Look on us. He didn't shout it, he had a command about it. Look on us. There's that boldness, faith, gift of faith rising up. Okay? Let's go, verse 5. Any, oh, no, I don't want that one. Go to 6. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none because he's looking for some dimes, nickels, pennies to help him in this invalid state, okay? But how many know a dime and a nickel can't get you out of an invalid state? I'm not against raising any money for anything. But until you can have a cure, I'm just putting money in. I'm not, look at me, I'm not putting down anybody running for cancer. I'm not putting down anybody running for any type of physical ailments. I'm not putting that down. And God says, I got a gift. But I don't know what the gift is. And the people around me don't know what the gift is. They're doing the best they can to correct what they can't correct and hope that the doctor finds a cure. So if I, if years ago, 79, when my wife came home, from the kind of gosh, and they found cancer cells in female areas. Like she was five, she was five. Other son was four, another one was two. And when she said that, if this might be in my heart, it fell out my chest. Cause I heard the C word. Didn't know what I'm talking about now. But i want to tell you this: when the power showed up, no chemo, no long bed stays. When you experience something, you can't walk the same no more. When you experience the power of God, it cuts off the naysayers. Who cares what they got to say? Because when that hour in 1971, some of you wasn't even born. Who hadn't even thought about. We were standing in it. In the same way when they say it now, they feel the same way I felt back in 79. Same way. Hopeless. and going to a church who didn't know this. Going to church, but they never heard this. Going to church, but never heard this. Denominations don't don't produce this. Denominations don't produce power. There's nothing wrong with denomination, but it's like this. You can call yourself Burger King as long as you got power coming. (laughs) The name don't mean it. It's the power behind it. Amen? Okay. So, let's go. Then Peter says, silver and gold have I none, but such I have, I give thee. I, ha- I got something to give you. I got a gift to give you. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't giving you meat and potatoes. I'm giving you a gift. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. That's boldness. That's courage. Okay? Seven. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately, it takes take long. When power shows up, it don't take long. Power shows up, it's immediate. If you're broke and power shows up, you ain't broke no more. Amen. You got migraines and power shows up, you don't have migraines no more. When power shows up and you're hating people, you won't hate them no more. Immediately, his feet and ankle bones receive strength. When the gift of faith and operation, it becomes immediate. And guess what? He told us to desire him, didn't he? He told us to desire him, didn't he? He tells us what to do. You play baseball, here's a bat. You need a bat to play ball. Well, I don't want that. Give me a tennis racket. You know, you're not playing. Okay? All right, let's go. Let's go, uh, we don't want that. Let's go to, uh, that's it, immediately. Okay, now, did you see the boldness in Peter? Did you see the courage in Peter? He said, I hope you get up. The Bible said he lifted him up. Listen, did it say he lifted him up? Listen, and took him. Here he can, he's laying down, he can't even move. And he takes him, get up. That's that's the gift of faith. That's not crazy. If you lift them up, if you lift them up and they stayed they, and they fell back down, that's not the, that's not the gift of faith. That's you doing it. But Peter said, See, I'm Soon go have a number. Such a what did I have? Remember Peter was the one who preached and three thousand souls got saved on the day of Pentecost. And the Bible says, After the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you have power. Without the Spirit of God coming on you, you're still weak. God doesn't measure weight and heaviness by barbells. Right. By going to the gym and how much you can lift. That ain't, the, that ain't the power to get you to cause this to happen. You know how much, money, how much, how much knowledge you have? And you say, well, he, they heavy, man. They deep. Okay. But the deep and being heavy won't do this. I won't do that. It'll keep you in the same predicament. All right, and you know when people are like that, they just walk by you, and we do it today. I said we do it today. We walk by people like we just keep on moving, because we feel inadequate, we feel hopeless, and that's what the devil wants you to feel—hopeless, like there's no answer. Je- that's why you need Jesus, because only Jesus can do this kind of stuff. Everybody else is lying and, and, and trying to be all that without having nothing, no power. Until power shows up say this until power shows, up, power shows up and nothing can change and say this I won't change but I wanna change when power shows up okay amen you guys alright okay the next one is called working of miracles and remember these are the power gifts that God wants each of us to have it's amazing when we come to uh, church or whatever without being told, we, we look at ourselves and we're judging ourselves based on us. Start judging yourself based on what God gave you. Start judging yourself based on what God said about you. Because you know what God says? He says, I'm not a man that I should lie. That means everything breathing can lie. Has lied, will lie. I lied twice to my dad. He told me don't lie to me. Whatever you do, don't lie to me. Just tell me the truth because I'm on your side with you right or wrong. And each time that I lied, he beat me. When we was he got a belt. And our house they didn't spare the ride. But we didn't grow up crazy either. We didn't grow up disobedient either. Didn't grow up cussing people out either. I grew up playing sports. Never had a coach cuss at me. From this age. To middle school, to high school, to even college. Never cussed at me. When I coached the girl's basketball, I didn't cuss at them. My parents didn't cuss at me. We think it's a badge of honor to say certain words. You better say, working the miracles. Okay, now... Working in miracles deal only with the physical. In every area of a believer's life, working in miracles wants to affect every area of your life. Working in miracles is is a performance against the laws of nature. It's a performance against the laws of nature. It deals only with the, number one, it deals only with the physical. And it wants to deal in every area of our life. It's a, it's a performance against the laws of nature. Now, what we need to realize about the working of the miracles. is that when a miracle happens it shuts down every demonic stronghold when a miracle happens it shuts down every work of satan when a miracle happens when when a miracle happens it shuts down any form of sickness disease or infirmity On the day of Pentecost, Peter preached, and 3,000 got saved, okay? Just by preaching. They heard, they heard the wind, they heard the sound. they heard them speaking tongues. Three thousand got saved. It was a lot of uh, it was more than 3,000 there, but a, a lot of them said, well, they, they drunk. Three thousand get saved. Okay, and but another thousand say, well, they're drunk. But when a miracle happened, it caused 5,000 to get saved. Acts chapter 4. Turn to Acts chapter 4. Okay. Open the hall. Turn to Acts 10.38. Acts, Acts 10.38, please. Acts 10, thirty-eight. Let's go to first, and then we're going to go to, um, to uh, Acts 4. Nothing happens powerfully without the Spirit of God. Okay? It says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good. Everybody say healing all. Heal all. Everybody say healing all. Heal all. He didn't say some. When, when you are anointed the spirit of God, you become a difference maker. We become difference makers. It's not based on how long you've been saved. God's ready for us to become a difference maker when we get born again. He's ready. He's just are you ready with the Holy Ghost power, went about doing good, healing all that will oppressed the fool. Where do you think oppression comes from? Your neighbor? That's where it comes from, guys. God, God, we're not made for depression. We're not made for oppression. We're not made for addictions. We're not made for bad habits. We're not. So, God, you need anointing, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. And what? look at this. For God was what? With them, when a miracle shows up, that means God is with you. Yes. When a miracle happens, that means God is present. Yes. Okay. Now, now let's go um, back to. Okay, you go back to four, please. Now, remember, when a miracle happens, it's the only gift that defeats every obstacle of the devil. When a miracle shows up, when a powerful miracle shows up, it defeats every obstacle of the devil. It destroys every every weapon that the enemy has against our faith. It destroys every weapon that the enemy has against our faith. Now... I I asked you to to look at um, four because now you remember now when Peter went to that temple and that guy leaped up and he immediately got healed, people got mad also. (laughs) does a miracle, then people get mad. Not everybody loves you when you're blessed. Not everybody appreciates you when you do well. Not everybody's gonna want to want to pat you on your back when it ain't happening for them. They don't want to do it because see the love of God won't do that because God says rejoice with those who rejoice, and those who are mourning you mourn with them. Jesus flips the script when it comes about life and how to do life. We want to deal with life based on what. What happened to me? What didn't happen to me? But you know what? Let me tell you something. If you're still breathing, it can happen for you. It can still happen for you. Regardless of who left you, who stayed, who didn't stay, who acted a fool, who didn't act a fool. It doesn't make no difference. You get with the Lord Jesus, he'll make you more than a conqueror. An overcomer. We want to go through life and all we want is the comforts. But then you know what Jesus says: It's impossible to be in this life without getting offended. Wow! We stay stuck on the fence. He just let you know. He, let, he gave you the answer before you took the quiz. It's going to be impossible. Everybody say impossible. impossible. Somebody, it's going to offend me, yeah. even if it's yourself. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're breathing, somebody can offend you. The thing is, you can't let it. You can't let the defense. Cause you get angry and bitter. Yeah. That's, right. that's why the Bible says when you pray, make sure you forgive. Yes. Cause if you don't, your father in heaven who caused miracles won't forgive you. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, nobody's that important for you to, to lose it. Yeah. Yeah. Who's that important for, forget you. Where are you doing? You're in the bed, ice bow on your head and all that stuff. Pat, <laughs> trying to <laughs> calm down. And they are, they're out there shooting hoops. <laughs> Don't ever let anybody keep you stuck just because they didn't recognize who you are. Don't take your cue by what people say. Take your cue by what did God say about you. He's the one who said you can do all things. He's the only one who said you can do all things. Okay. Okay, now, now understand, people got mad, and then they came to Jesus and how this happened, and Jesus, I mean, they came to Peter and asked him how this thing happened, and he told them it was through faith in the name of the Lord Jesus, and by the faith of him, made that man whole, okay? Okay, now, now remember Acts 2, he preached, preached out and gets saved. Now, after they have this discussion, now the priests are ready to put, now check this out as they spake unto the people, the priests and the captains of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them. That's Peter, okay, and, and, and John who went to, and, okay, and, and a crippled person. And being grieved, now listen, here's somebody else getting upset at a person's deliverance. Memory's crippled? But these people are getting upset. Being grieved that they taught the people. You're being taught today. And wherever you're going to get instructions, people don't want you to get it. Isn't amazing? Your parents say, don't go over there. As soon as you get around your friends, you, you listen to your friends and not what your parents say. Being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. Okay, verse 3. And they laid hands on them. That's Peter now. And put them into, in hole until the next day. No matter no, they put them in, in jail. We're doing a miracle. For it was now even time. Now verse 4. How be it? Not just the 3,000 got saved when he preached, but some other people saw the miracle. When he preached, there wasn't a miracle, just 3,000 got saved. But when these saw that miracle, this undeniable proof, the Bible says they, they heard the word, believed, and the number of them men were what? 5,000, a miracle can cause more people to come to God than just preaching the word. One miracle. Preach 3,000 and saved. that ain't bad. But man, when they saw an undeniable miracle, he's lame, can't walk, now he's leaping and running. They believe that word. A miracle can cause more lost people to come to God than a preach sermon. Because they see undeniable proof. And they know that's not a work of a human being. It's the work of a supernatural God working through us. We are more than we know. That's why it takes God to know who you are. You, can't, you don't know who you are by yourself. Parents can tell you who you are, whatever. But you only know who you are. When you get with him, you become his. You become his workmanship. Retreat into Christ Jesus unto good works. Good works. We okay? All right? They believed, and the number of men was about 5,000. That's from a miracle, okay? Working the miracles shuts down every debate, every discussion. Uh, could you put up there for me 1 Corinthians 4.20? Now listen to me. We're not against doctors. When that thing happened to my wife, she went to the doctor. She didn't have to get no chemo. We're not not against doctors. I remember we were believing for our son who had a hernia when he was small. He kept crying, but we believed in God. Prayed for him, but he didn't get better. So we took him to the doctor. Didn't do no sleep. He's good to go. So, here it is, it says for the kingdom of God is what? Not in word, not in human words. You want to, when it comes to this, talk is cheap. When it comes to the word of God, talk is cheap. Because human talk can't do this. For the kingdom of God is not in power, or not, in, not in word, but in what? Power. Now, this is what the kingdom is. When you get born again, the kingdom comes to live in you. It doesn't come from observation. It's within. As soon as you get born again, all this stuff is coming to us when we get born again, guys. <clears throat> For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. So when you get born again, the Lord puts the kingdom in you. What is the kingdom, pastor? It's righteousness, it's peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So it's in the Spirit of God. We're talking about the gifts of the Spirit. This is in the Spirit of God. It's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So what's righteousness? The Bible says uh, Jesus became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So when I'm a sinner, I don't have righteousness. Okay? I have my own, but that won't do much. But when I get born again, I get Jesus' righteousness. And he takes my sins. He takes my, my knuckleheadness. He takes all of that. Takes my transgressions, my iniquities. He takes it, but gives me his rights to this. Because why? He's put me in the kingdom. Anything outside of the kingdom can, has no power. Okay? Then, righteous, then peace. What's peace for? Because when you have addictions, you're tormented. When you have bad habits, you're tormented. When you have, when you, when, when you, when you have all of them, you get delusional. There was a young lady, I feel so far, when they had that That massacre down there in Florida. And they kill all those kids. And then, you know, they do whatever they do for them. Counsel whatever they do. But one one young lady was just 19 years old. She just took her life. Mm -hmm. Because she couldn't handle what happened. And she thought the only way out was to take her life. The Lord Jesus Christ will never give you that thought. Because life was worth living. He said, Come unto me, all you are heavy laden, burdened, unsettled. Come to me, and I will give you rest. Rest is in Jesus. Just because you get nine hours of sleep, don't I mean you're rested. <laughs> but true rest comes from Him. Because you can rest in a storm. And that's why He spoke peace to it. Everybody has storms but he, he speaks peace to it to calm us down so we don't lose it righteousness, peace and what's joy? when you get healed, joy came my wife got healed, joy came to my house because the kingdom showed up because it wasn't in word it was in what? power okay, let's move on okay It's the power of God that changes things. And if we don't have it, we just stay stuck in neutral. Okay. Now, gifts of healings. (coughs) Now these are the power gifts. One is faith, one is working in miracles. And they're available, if you're born again, to everyone sitting here. You, you have to be taught what you have. Not every athlete knows they're an athlete. Somebody got to tell them, man, you're a baller. They don't know. They just walk around, 6'9", 250. They don't even know what they got. They just lumber along. They would walk with, with chickens when they would be walking with the eagles. They don't know what they have. It's one of the things I, I had growing up. I had a father who spoke into my heart, spoke into my life. I'm a grandfather now, 71. But over 50 years ago, I had parents, both of them. Why am I saying that? I'm going to let you know something. Family is the number one priority in God's life. Yeah. In God's heart is family. What makes a family is only two people make a family. You know what it is? Do you know what it is? I'm just asking, do you know? That's it. Mom and dad's the family. What are the children? The start of another one. And the devil's job is to knock a reference out so you can't see it. He's busy knocking references out so you can't see it. And the Bible says there's a way that seems right to everybody and every man, but the end thereof is destruction. So my father knew how important it was for him to be in my life because he knew the statistics to the Afro-American community. And the number one missing element was the dad because he represents authority. What is authority, pastor? God's plan to protect your life. And When authority is not there, the home is vulnerable. So ladies, just because you see a man not doing what he's supposed to do, don't put him down. He just don't know who he is. And don't let somebody, other woman, say, don't, don't mess with that man. Don't mess with your father. He, call him names. Don't do that. Because you don't know the real story. So you enter in on another man's offense. Because somebody else messed up, you're going you to enter into their affliction, their, their offense. And you wasn't even there. You wasn't even there with mom and dad that had a squabble. I'm talking to somebody. Let that go. Ask God to forgive you, forgive them, and and pray for them, and then keep moving. Because we want to make an excuse what we don't have. Thank God what you still have. So he spoke into my life. He was telling me these things. So then when my kids come, I'm passing down to them. Now everybody's married. And guess what? I approved of who they married. Do what you want to do. Ten grandkids, and they all got fathers and mothers. Because my parents took a stand. To much is given, much is required. I have requirements when I was a kid. As a requirement when I was a student, I had requirements when I was the first to go to college in my family. So, so the so requirements went up when I got when I got when I got my degree. I was the first, then my kids, my, my sister came. And then she came to college because of me. Then years later, because I stepped on the campus, my sister stepped on the campus, and all my children stepped on the campus. Because I played ball, my kids played ball. Because I went to a Division I school, was a, as an unknown walk-on, Nobody knew who I was. And all I did was got accepted in school. And it almost didn't happen that. That happened in, in April. That's when I got accepted in school. Three months in school, I only knew where I'm going But I was an athlete. So I get long story short, I got a chance to go to a Division I school, West Kentucky University. And like they got March Madness. I was at that school when we was going to March Madness. I'm 18, don't know nothing. I'm in school with three NFL head coaches. But I got a chance to walk on the baseball team. I was the first black to make the impact. Nobody knew who I was. Three years straight, all-conference. Player of the year my last year, because I wanted to play pro. That was my aspiration, and I was serious. My parents had to sacrifice eighth-grade education, and my dad said this to me when, he, when I got accepted. He brought me to the kitchen. Eighth-grade education. I didn't put down on my parents. That never affected me. They were raising me, and they wanted the best for me. So he said this to me. You're gone if we have to eat pancakes every week. What does that mean to you, Pastor? It means they're going to sacrifice so I can have. That's right. That means they're going to do it less so I can have more. Yes. So the requirements came up on me, and then I got my scholarship my junior and senior year. They didn't have enough to, to pay me to come home my freshman year until Christmas because Thanksgiving they didn't have the money. But I met some friends and they went to Louisville. So when I'm talking to you guys, I ain't joking. It's your turn, you got to exceed me. So why would I give you less or let you just wimp out? Your stares don't mean nothing to me. Not when you know what what they're worth. My kids meant something to me. And each one of them got scholarships. I didn't get one coming out. I said, you can get one because I know what to tell you. And then both my sons went to the NFL. Because I said, this is what you gotta do. You can't do what you wanna do, you gotta do this. Now we got two more in the pros now, and one I never met. And right now, after this month, we'll be at $3.6 million of scholarship money, by what happened to me 50 years ago. (laughs) And it's going up every year. Every year, let God be true, and everybody breathing a liar. A liar. Only God wants us. So these gifts, they are powerful. You need God. Because when people hate on you, when people say no, God is still saying yes. Yes. Yes, For all the promises in God in Christ Jesus are yay and amen. Amen. You say amen to God. So now we got grandchildren. What are they looking at? A reference. Somebody abandon the ship. Things get tight. Don't you think it was tight? My parents are eighth grade education. Don't you think it was tight? And then they're helping people. We're bringing people in our house with eighth grade education so they can go to school. And you know what? It hasn't stopped. It's still happening to this day. Cause you know what something means, you can't act silly. I had to become a father to many. I am a father, and I'm not making. It, I'm not ashamed of it. This man right here is a father. Don't look far, just look in here. Don't look at our smallness. Don't look at. We ain't no crowd in here. But God's doing miracles with little. I ain't moved by no crowd, that's a a family right here. All their kids, blessed. So you can see something when you come. My life ain't cheap, do whatever I want to do. Do you have bad days? Yes, I have bad days. Do you feel bad sometimes? Yes, I feel bad. I just can't stay feeling bad. Aren't you married? Yes. Do you you feel like you're married? Sometimes, no. But it doesn't change it. I'm still married. (laughs) But the gifts kick in. It's the gifts that kick in. I said it's the gifts that kick in that we got to value and we got to treasure. So, Mark 16. It's the it's, it's a great commission. Mark uh, 16. Just look at verse 17, please. 16, 17, we we'll go from there. It's a great commission. It comes with healing. Anybody say Healing. Yeah. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils, speak with new tongues. When power comes on you, just happens. Okay, go to the next verse, please. And they shall take up serpents if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm them. And they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall what? It takes power. A hand without power is just a hand. Next verse. And so then after the Lord has spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. Where is Jesus? On the right hand of God. Okay, let's go. Next one. And, and it says, they went forth, preached everywhere, and the Lord do what? Working with who? With them. Working with them. And what? Confirming the what? The word with what? The signs. signs following, that means there's power behind it. Okay? Matthew 8.3. We're going to go pretty fast now, Jeff. After this, Jeff, I want um, um, John 4.52. All right? Matthew 8.3. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy was clean. Okay, so healing sometimes is immediate. Okay, John 4, 52. It can be gradual. Healing can be gradual. Um, don't go to 52. Go to, go to um, 49 and 52. 49 to 52. 52 is the conclusion of it. A nobleman said unto him, talking to Jesus, sir, come, come come, down here, my child dies, is ready to die. Okay, here we go. And Jesus said to him, go thy way. Now remember, he came to Jesus, son ready to die, ready to die. and Jesus said to him, go thy way, and the son liveth. And he says, thy son liveth. Now remember, he said he's dead, but Jesus said he lives. And, and the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken to him, and he went his way. Keep going, 51. And as he was now going down, his servants, who were at the house where his son died, came to him and met him and said, and told him, saying, your son liveth. Verse 52. Then he inquired, he of them, the hour when he began to amend. Amend means to gradually get better. And they said it to him yesterday at the seventh hour when the fever left him. So it's gradual. Some hills are gradual. Next. It's a spoken word, Matthew 8 8. Matthew 8 8. And the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. So healing can come with the spoken word. We have immediate, we have gradual. We have the spoken word. Okay. It comes from the presence of the Lord. The presence of Jesus. Luke five 17. We're almost done. One more of this. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by which were come out every town of Galilee in Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was what? Present. To heal who? Them, meaning more than one. Us as yous ready to heal us, okay? So just the presence, the presence of the Lord. When the Lord is presence healing takes place. Okay, the next one is um, James 5, 14. Is any sick among you? Let them call for the elders of the church and let them pray over them, anointing him with oil, anointing them with oil in the name of Jesus. Now, this is just more. Listen to me. It's just more to get some oil and put it on somebody. We need the power on this anointing. We need the gift in operation when we do this. So we're asking God, we're thanking God. God, we thank for anointing us then we lay hands with this oil not just grabbing oil so this the power gives faith working the miracles and gifts of healing and they're available to all of us they're available to all of us anybody here i in any, feel any sickness or any, any pains or anything. Any discomfort? Anybody feel any type of discomfort physically? Stand up. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. We're told to stir up the gifts. God is always ready to manifest and demonstrate himself. He just not look at people are gonna see the word, believe the word, receive the word. See the word, hear the word, believe the word. That's all it wants. And anything outside of that is cheap. Anything outside of that, anything outside of God can't help us. Power's in God, it's in Jesus, it's in the spirit. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood. Until, it, until the blood of Jesus comes in my heart and, and begins to start moving, I'm still in my sins. Still in them. Let me tell you about the, uh, the devastation of sin. The Bible says the wages of it is death. And I'll never forget a minister, I was in a service, the minister said to, said to us. When I say said to me, I'm sitting there with everybody else, but I'm taking it personal. He said that if sin had a future, I'd still be in it. There's no future in sin. The end result is death. The Bible says, well, there's pleasure in sin. It is. You have a pleasurable death. You know the devil got to get you laughing before he kills you. You see how people get excited when they get high? They get excited, don't they? The enemy's just sighting them so he can take them out. Ain't nobody going to drink strychnine. You got to lace it up with something. You all have a future. And God doesn't want to get the It's not what you think, how you feel. It's what he thinks and how he feels. You have to ask the Spirit of God, help me to feel like you feel, Father. Help me to feel about myself like like you feel. Help me. Because God wants you to do great and mighty things for him. And he knows you can't do it without you. Sin makes you ugly. Take your beauty away. The most beautiful creation on the planet are women. And one of the most ugly things is a man trying to act like one. True. I'm not laughing, guys. This is not no joke. Anytime you try to act out who you are, you're on your way down. But you know the truth and it'll make you free. If I don't know who I am, then i let somebody tell me who I am. As a man, thinks, hard. So is it. what's going on, buddy? Last week it was bones. This week it's muscles in the back. Muscles? Yeah, they're all like, tight and grabbing. Oh, yeah? Okay, stand up, wife. Just put, put your hands on. on his back. Okay, all right? Okay. You got it right there? All right, Lord, we just thank you, Father. We think that you're here. We think your gifts be here your gifts is in, in your daughter and in, in, in us. So we just speak. We just command that muscle to untighten. Command it loose right now. Loose the, the vertebrae, loose the lumbar. Loose it in Jesus' name. Pain go in Jesus' name. Amen. What's going on? Warm. How, when you say warm, what do you mean warm? It's been warm like, like sore, sore? Okay. All right. Well, Father, we just thank you right now, supernaturally. Holy Spirit, Come. We thank for release right now, yeah. in Jesus name. Go now in Jesus name. Just receive it, yeah. okay? What we got now? Start to slowly dissipate. Yeah. yeah. Go. You got heat on your hand. That's right. <laughs> now, now, listen to what happened. There. He says it's starting to go away, and his wife says she's feeling heat on her hand. That's the manifestation of the Spirit of God. Remember, so we got to cultivate the gifts so we can understand how they work. Don't mean I know everything. But we're learning. Didn't Jesus say come learn of him? He said, come learn, right? So God gives us a demonstration from a message of how this works so we all can do this. Last week was an intro so we could become a glory dome and a powerhouse for the kingdom of God. He wants us to abound in grace. What's going on, Rob? Yeah, yeah. Still leaving. This is not hocus pocus. Don't misread what God is doing. This is not a work of a man. I couldn't save myself. I couldn't keep myself out of sin. You need the Spirit of God to help you to live the Christian life. We don't wanna, He said, don't live like mere men who don't have a God. Don't live like mere men or women who don't have a God. We have a God who loves us. And He's given us gifts. All of us. Not some of us, all of us. Because the world wants to always have the upper hand, make you think they got everything. So you got to keep coming in. When you get the Lord, you get everything. You get everything that pertains to life and godliness. And every good and perfect gift comes from God. He don't give you nothing second hand. What's going on? It feels like her hand feels like an ice pack. That's right. Now, remember, he said he, he felt warm, so he got hot, did he go to an ice pack. Okay, why? That's the manifestation of the Spirit of God. Did I always know this? Say no. I didn't. We're learning. We're learning. When I first got called to preach, I don't know this. They heard me preach, they never heard some of the stuff I'm throwing now. I'm glad they stayed when I wouldn't. <laughs> Praise God. Man. That's that cold, heat is all sort of the presence of God so cold and heat is a good thing well how'd you start learning this pastor? I got other people who knew I got some giant slayers I could have say stuck in media not going nowhere while sickness ravages us people die this or die that until we want to change we can't change God didn't call us to be ordinary Christians he calls us to be powerhouse Christians, powerhouse believers. It's not just for in here, so when you, you get a job or whatever, God still wants you to be the head and not the tail. Okay, what's going on, Rob? Going almost all normal. Go ahead. Amen. 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 Okay. Now, now, now listen to this. Notice this. I don't want to give no extra, extra attention to him, because it ain't me. Just because I have the mic don't mean I'm all that. It just means I just got the mic. But guess what? If you had it, you'd be okay too. We got to start learning to love each other and want the best for each other, because that's what God wants. He wants us all to have the best, all of us, not some of us. Let's give God some praise. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you for the gifts. The gifts are for me. Father, we just released your anointing upon this. those in here today. We released the anointing. We released the gifts of the Spirit, God, that you released. We thank for the manifestation of power. We thank for the manifestation of power, God, in Jesus' name. We thank for the manifestation of power. We decree, God, we believe it to be so. Because you called us out of darkness. You called us out of defeat. And to your marvelous light. To your marvelous light. Well, praise God. Just give him another praise. Give him thanks. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Pastor Walt, we're good.